0: season six episode one time to find my way as a writer let's do this we are. 2023. We made it. We made it through another year. We did it. We got through 2022. Good, bad, in between. We did it. We cleared that year. Even when it tried to get stuff in under the wire. If you were living in the United States, when it tried to sneak in a final winter storm around Christmas time and just, just obliterate everything that it could, we held in there. And then we got through. Right? We made it. We did it. I got through freezing temperatures in Charleston in a place that's not built for freezing temperatures, so that's always fun. I got through the all-night artillery barrage of New Year's Eve, which included a midnight modern hip-hop dance remix old Lang Syne dance party thrown courtesy of my across-the-street neighbors. That's not a compliment. I go to Bed instead of staying up till midnight. So, why don't people go to bars? I don't know. Neither here nor there. But I got through it. And we're here. And it's 2023. I'm recording this on my first work day of 2023, which is a Tuesday. I'm up. I had a lousy night's sleep because I'm going back to work after a long time off. I'm tired. I'm armed with go-go juice and a microphone. And I'm starting that walk here at the beginning of season six of Confessions of a Working Writer. I'm starting that walk to find my way as a writer once again. To figure out what it is I think I've lost, if anything. To find my way back to something. And so far you know, a few days into a new year, we're doing okay. It's the best you can hope for, right? Doing okay. I'm always amazed at the number of people that build, like, insane resolutions and decide to hit the ground with, like, the force of an invading army. You know, only to discover that the resistance of their bad habits has built a trap for them a few miles in from the beachhead. We do, right? We, we hit the ground with these incredible, like, ideas. We go, I'm going to do this. This is the year I'm going to lose 50 pounds and become model chic. And we have no idea how the fuck we're going to do it. And our only motivation is looking at a calendar flip. I mean, that's really what a new year is, right? We get to December, we flip the calendar. It's just a decent time to think about it. There's no reason you have to do New Year's resolutions. There's no reason you have to do anything at this time. This time is literally as good as any other time. It's just that you think about it more now because you've been kind of conditioned to. I have to. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's like anything else. It's an in-between thing. You know? It's good that you're at least thinking about making some changes in your life if you feel like you need to make those changes. It's bad if you only do that shit one time a year. That's where we are. So we're here, looking for my my way as a writer. And in the history of, uh, of New Year's resolutions, and, and going big or going home, uh, I have decided to start a new book. Right, yeah, I'm writing a book. No shit. Uh, I'm writing a book starting in 2023, and it's honestly an idea I've sort of kicked around with for a while, although it was really vague. Uh, and then J.R. Spires, friend of the show, uh, sent me a Twitter message and kind of made a deeper suggestion of it and, and gave it a little more legs. And I was really inspired by it and went, you know what, I'm going to do it. What is that book? I'm not going to tell you. Um, I'm not going to tell you. And I'm not going to tell you because I don't talk a lot about book projects except with writing partners and things like that. And when I do talk about them with writing partners, I'm usually giving them parts of the book that I've written. Uh, I don't talk about them outside because I have a very bad habit. And I think a lot of writers do. I go, I talk about my project to a whole bunch of people. I get really excited for it. I kind of talk the pitch out. And I don't ever do the work and I get really bored with the concept and I throw it away. Yeah, I did like it happens with everybody. So I just like to say now that I'm, you know, I I I'm working on a book. And we're gonna book it. I'm, I'm trying to have the first draft done within hundred days, which is very doable. Um, it's a little bit it's gonna be a little tight, it's gonna make me have to work. Like I'm not I'm definitely not messing around because I'm writing that book, I'm ghostwriting a book, I have one company I'm already in, and I'm launching another company now. So that'll tell you how freaking busy I am. And I'm going for a vaccination today, too. Yeah, because I like to play things on fucking expert mode. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. But that's that's the the point, right? Like I, I've set a goal, and I'm throwing it in there, and I'm doing this book, and it's something I really want to do, and it's something I kind of have an idea on, and I've, I've had an inkling for a while, and it was nice to get that kind of confirmation from Jr. So I took JR's kind of confirmation, and I thought about it, and I started jotting some stuff down in a notebook, and I went, oh shit, yeah, I can totally do that. And I did it. Uh, you know, I came up with the idea, and, and the concept and was like, great, we got this. Started hacking down some 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 words and went, awesome. So we're working on a book now. Uh, within 100 days, we want the draft. I, I talked to my writing partner, Georgia, friend of the show, who also does all of our music, And you probably, if you've been listening for a while, you've heard me and her speak occasionally. She's a guest star. Um, Yeah, I talked to her about it. She loved it. Thought it was a great idea, so we're working on it. Oddly enough, we're working on books at the same time. That's kind of cool, right? When you get a writing partner and you both have the same kind of project going at the same time. It makes it easier, right? It makes it easier to walk down a road not by yourself. Yeah, and I don't mean like oh, I can go to Twitter and see a whole bunch of writers' lists talking about working on a work in progress. Like that's not that's not community. That's not community. Look, I mean, I love Medium, and I, I, there are some writers on Medium I've I've come to consider friends and and I think are really interesting and really have helped lift me up. But a lot of Medium commentary is solely there for reciprocity. I'm not blind. If if you're on Medium and you think that sounds mean, I'm I'm just going to say, do you comment on every article? Just purely out of the goodness of your heart, great. God bless you. But if you're commenting on any of them, going maybe this writer will respond back to me, or if you've ever been like, I responded to their article and they didn't respond to mine, then you're doing the reciprocity shit. That's it. It's, it's, it's not to say you're a bad person. It's just to say that's a dumb game to play, right? And it's not a writing partner, and it's not real writing community. Uh, online writing is gives us the illusion of writing community, but doesn't really provide it. You don't need a huge community. You don't need a group. You know, I don't think you necessarily need a group that sits down in a cafe every Sunday and works. I mean, that's great if you can have that, but you don't need it. Uh, You just need a couple of writers, a handful of people that you interact with one-on-one. In in the case of Georgia and I, you know, we have a mentor-mentee relationship for a while, and then over the last year, that's developed into kind of a writing partnership where we edit each other's stuff and and work together and and talk every week about what we're working on. It's awesome. You should do it. Uh, Find a friend and do it. Make one. Find one of your online friends and start actually speaking to them. Just a thought, little suggestion for the new year. So yeah, I'm working on a new book. New book. Exciting. New year, new book. And with that new book and all these other endeavors I have, comes a new challenge. See, I'm bad at one thing. Always have been. I am bad with setting boundaries. 100%. I'm terrible at setting boundaries. I'm one of the worst people for this of all time. Yeah, it's funny. People are like, well, you were in the military. Right. I used to bring my work home. I used to be mad all the time about being in the military. It was a pain in my ass. And the only reason I had any boundaries at work, by the way, is because those were enforced by other people. Hundred percent. I probably wouldn't run around like a chicken with my head cut off. It wasn't like him to do this work. Oh, okay. I need him to do this. Shut up and let him do that work. Okay. And that was it. That was the only reason that stuff got done. But since leaving the military, I've had a really hard time with boundaries. I have, man. I'll say yes to too much shit. I'll take on too much stuff. I feel like I should be doing things that should word creeps in. That's how you know you're screwing up your boundaries when should pops in. Oh man, yeah, I know I'm going to work on that book. I said I was going to work on that book, but I really should check my email. Boundary Breach. Yeah, yeah, I was going to take a walk, but uh, I really should return this phone call. Boundary Breach. That's the thing, right? And it makes sense. Look, I know I have international listeners, so understand, as a caveat, I'm doing this for another writer I know, Victoria, who likes this caveat, and it's a fair point to caveat when we're talking about the U.S. because we're not the whole world. In the U.S., everyone is so vitally damn interested in their own little space, that, that, you know, we assume you should be doing things. Why aren't you answering? Why aren't you reciprocal? Why aren't you building relationships and connection? Like, I did a whole project years ago called 100 Connections where I met 100 people in 100 days. And the shit that I discovered about how human beings conduct relationships is gross and nasty. And I kind of have always been tempted to write about it, but I also just don't want to keep revisiting that fucking project and i put it in the rearview mirror. You know, so it's stuff that I know, but I don't know that I'll ever write it for the world because I just don't care enough to do it. Those people had their minute, but that's that's the thing, right? Like you gotta you gotta dive deep and realize that people are focused on their shit. So when they're focused on their shit, they will take all of the time that you have and take it for themselves. And if you give it to them, whether or not it's a good idea for you to do it or a bad idea to do it, many, many, many people in the United States and probably around the world, but definitively in this country, many people will consume all of that fucking time and energy. Just suck all of it in and leave you with nothing. Maybe they're not necessarily being greedy or selfish or bad people. That's just You know, kind of the nature of the beast. They got shit going on, too, and they're not thinking about your stuff. Some of them really are greedy, by the way. I don't want to paint this like, oh, they don't mean to do it. No, no, some of them 100% mean to do it. Right? Like, this whole idea, you know, like, well, it was unintentional. Sometimes shit's unintentional. Sometimes it's absolutely intentional. Right? Like, some people will just take up all the time of all the people around them, and they mean to do it, and they know they're doing it, and they 100% intend to do it. You know? I don't abide by the better angels of our nature theory. Some people are assholes. But you can't blame the fact that some people are assholes for you not creating boundaries. I can't blame them for me not creating boundaries. Look, I'm working on two books and dealing with two businesses. And I have other stuff, like I have other client writing I do. I write a few pieces online. I have this podcast. I'd like to get out of my house and go for walks every day. I like to exercise. I'd like to eat well. I've got to take care of my own health. I don't necessarily want my partner, Marianne, to leave me because all I ever do is fucking work. So I need to set some walls and some boundaries. And that's not the responsibility of anybody else but me. It's not. Yeah, It's not the responsibility of anyone but me. I need to get this vaccination done today. There was a wide swath of time available this week. Could have done it whenever. Waited, hung out. Nobody claimed any of that time. And I went, well, sooner's better than later. Here we go, because I have stuff coming up next week, too. There's stuff to be done, so, you know, so we said this early, and then some people started chiming in, of course, immediately after you set an appointment, people chime in, and they started chiming in with, well, what about this, or what about that, or what about the other, and the answer, you know, the answer would have been back in the day, well, let me reschedule that vaccine and do that. No, the answer today is I've got a vaccine appointment scheduled, right? I don't know how I'll feel after it. You're going to have to wait and see. Because that boundary is my boundary. Right? And I'm not perfect at it. There are still some encroachments on my boundaries that are happening right now that I'm having a hard time dealing with. You know? But I'm working on it. Because you need to have boundaries. You do. Writers need to have boundaries. This is big with digital writing, too. Digital writing might be the biggest encroachment on our boundaries ever. Oh, great. Here goes Matt saying don't write digitally. No, that's not what I'm saying. If you want to write digitally, write digitally. There's nothing wrong with that. I write on Medium a few times a week. I mean, lately, my Medium is basically random musings from my journal, kind of polished up and put on there. But people seem to like it. It seems to inspire them. I enjoy working them. I clearly think they need to be out there. So I do it. You know, but then there's this whole medium, follow, clap 50 times, comment on everything, share stuff on social media, do all this. I don't do any of that shit. I read art, This is my boundary on medium for 2023, and, and this is why I'm bringing this up. I read articles that are interesting to me. If your article is not interesting to me, it doesn't mean you're not a good person. There are playwrights that I know who write plays that I have no interest in that I don't go see. They know that. I don't expect them to read everything I create either this whole idea of everyone has like it was very nice in college but I get it people are adults now you have time you know there's a subtle distinction between a playwright a friend of mine going Matt here's a free ticket come see my play and me being like oh shit all right you did give me a free ticket it kind of eliminates the excuse versus saying Matt um, you know you should come see my play oh, okay cool how much does it cost well 35 bucks no. I'm not giving you that money. I don't think the play's that particularly interesting to me. I'm your wrong audience demographic. I'm just going to begrudge you for going. You can't say that, Matt. This is America. We need to be nice to each other. Fuck you. That's not That's not the point, right? That be nice to each other and be polite and be the gracious host, that's the stuff that it, it prelu- precludes. Like, that's the prelude. Jesus, I'm having a problem talking. No sleep last night, guys. Come on. That's the prelude to to... Losing all of your barriers, having them all knocked down, and not getting your shit done. That's the prelude to servicing everybody else's needs and not taking care of any of your own. That's what it is. So on Medium, if I see a headline, I go, oh, that could be interesting. Or I have a writer pop up and there's someone I know, and I'm like, okay. Or someone I haven't thought of in a while. I'm like, I haven't read anything from them in a while. I'll go look. And if something catches my eye, I'll look at it. And I'll read it. And maybe I'll clap for it. And maybe I'll leave a comment on it. If I feel like leaving a comment, I'll leave a comment. If I don't, I won't. Because this whole medium online writing culture, share, like, comment, do blah, 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 blah blah. put it all out there, make sure everybody goes, writer's lift. It's all horse shit, man. It's all reciprocity horse shit that occupies your time. I know, this is Matt going, on. you said don't do writer's lifts, Matt? Yes, I said no one gives a shit. It's just upping your social media numbers. There's a place for it. But if you're spending a bunch of time doing it, then you're working on the wrong thing. I have a book I'm working on, dude. I don't have time for that shit. I don't see how so many writers currently writing books, except for writers who get paid to write books. Like, I get how Stephen King can be writing a book and fucking around on Twitter. Makes total sense to me. That's his job. But for writers who have full-time day jobs or doing other shit, I don't understand how you have time to do your full-time day job, maintain a life have that book, oh, and promote the shit out of yourself on Twitter and why would you want to anyway? I gotta get the book written before I'm promoting the damn thing there's some work to be done early That whole point of that long rant is for you to learn what your boundaries are. My boundaries are, I do not want medium eating up an inordinate amount of time, as it did last year. 100% I gave in and it ate up an inordinate amount of my time last year. I don't want it doing that anymore. I have a more casual relationship with it. I'm good with that. Right? I want to work on some books. I want to work on some other projects. And medium is a great thing to get in my damn way. It is. It is. Well, Matt, I like Medium. I don't think you're right about it. Good! Look, if that's where you are and that's your thing, then do it and get rid of the barriers that don't let you do more shit on Medium. not saying you have to do my thing. I'm saying stop letting other people take chunks of your time that you wouldn't necessarily want to give them. If you're giving people chunks of your time out of obligation, you really need to look at why you're giving them that time. I know, that sounds crazy, right? Why are you giving someone that time? If you do it because you feel you have to do it, why the hell are you doing it? Like, I gave the military 13 years, and the last couple of years I was doing, because I signed a contract and took an oath of enlistment, and they would put me in prison if I didn't. But I didn't really want to be there anymore, which is why when 13 years were over, I didn't come back. Right? That's the thing. I didn't come back. I didn't get another contract. I moved on with my life. Move on with your life. We're bad about boundaries. God, we're terrible about them. But we need them. We need them to have a happy life. Not just boundaries to be able to write a book, but boundaries to be able to nurture a relationship or anything. And social media and the nature of online writing and the gamification of this whole process wants to eat your entire life. It's like a never-ending monster, right? You live in the attention economy, and the point of the attention economy is to keep you engaged 24-7, if at all possible. You are valuable when you are online. You are valuable when you're doing that stuff. So they are driving you to be online all the time. That's the goal. That's something to consider, right? So the people in your life, friends, family, business partners, establish boundaries, right? You don't need to answer that email right away. If anything is that damn important that you need to answer it right away, they probably shouldn't have sent it in an email. They probably should be blowing your phone up or leaving voicemails. I don't need to answer your voicemail right away. Yet again, if it was that important, if someone was bleeding or dying, you'd be blowing me up trying to get a hold of me. True facts. True facts. I'm not playing that game anymore. Set those boundaries. You want to spend a little time on Medium a day? Great, that helps you out. Awesome. You think Medium's distracting from you? Take a step back. Oh, but I can't. The algorithm like the algorithm hates you anyway. Ignore it. And the algorithm doesn't give a shit about you. It cares about keeping people on Medium. It cares about keeping people on Newsbreak, on Simile. It cares about keeping people on Twitter and Facebook. That's what algorithms' jobs are. It's to give you shit to keep you engaged. They don't care about you. Whether you're there or not there, the algorithm does not even know your name. Now build that boundary. Build boundaries with time in it for friends and family and loved ones. Build boundaries so that you have time to work on books and write poems and and think creatively and shit. Build yourself space to let your creative mind flow. Build boundaries so that you can take a minute to meditate or pray or whatever the hell you do. Build boundaries so you can enjoy a walk without having to just address every potential, minute, banal concern of every human being on the planet. Build boundaries so you don't lose your damn mind. I mean, that's where I'm at right now. I'm struggling right now to figure out how I'm going to have all of these boundaries and accomplish everything I want to accomplish in this year. And it's going to be work, and it's going to be tough, and some feelings are probably going to get hurt. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to try to hurt feelings. I'm not that guy. But at the same time, I'm not going to let people roll over on me because it's, well, you know, I really need this, and I'm depending on you. That's the other one. I'm depending on you. Oh, okay. Cool. Glad, Glad to know you put the weight of obligation on me. Just shrug that shit off. Build boundaries. Please, God, do as I say, not as I do on this one. I mean, I'm trying to do it. You know, I'm really trying to get here. That's the point of this season, right? Is to talk about things I'm trying to do. And I think the first step is trying to build some boundaries. Trying to hold that shit together. Getting into a new new book, you know? Going for a new project and starting the year out with a win somewhere. Because completing a book, script, book manuscript is a win. Doing that stuff matters. It does. So... Take a minute and prioritize, or do whatever. Figure out your boundaries, man. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm bad at setting my own boundaries. How the hell would I know what yours need to be? I just know you should probably take some time and figure out what they are. And I mean, we'll we'll see where we go from here. But right now, I just got to set some boundaries and do some stuff. And, um, today's day one of boundary mat. The new and improved mat with Borders. I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? Just trying to go and just trying to make things happen. But I got a new book. It's a new year. I'm excited to be working and doing a bunch of stuff. Just got to make sure those boundaries are up so that I can do the things that I want to do and have the time to do them without having to, you know, cave to everyone else's needs. Stand up for yourselves, everybody. I mean, you got to. You've got to stand up for yourself and take that time for yourself and set those boundaries. It's what I've learned, uh, and that's what my partner Marianne keeps trying to hammer into my head, even though I'm not always the best at listening to it. So here we are, season six, episode one, in the can. You know what? Let's practice this boundary setting. Let's go ahead and end this episode, so you can have your time and I can have mine. Until next time, I'm Matt, just a working writer. And this has been my confession. I'll talk to you again real soon. <laughs>